Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Styles is here, though, so it's a good day anyway. So don't touch that dial. In fact, kick it off your off your radio completely, so you can't change it. Mm-hmm. Hello, my friend. Hey, Ray. Good to be back with you. Well, it's not overstated, <laughs> but we're back anyway. And the weather doesn't suck yet, so do what you can do. It tried to this morning, and then yeah, it's supposed to get nasty. Didn't this evening yeah well enjoy enjoy the sun now yeah so yeah don't don't drive like an idiot Mm -hmm. because you'll have to pay for it later that's right um the warriors are back playing tonight in la against the lakers lebron james is described as probable which is to say he's playing mostly because he says he wants to play all the rest of the games Mm -hmm. because he doesn't want to miss the playoffs for a second year in a row right that said I don't know if he can save them. I got, I think that, well, they made the trade. They won one game with it, but they're still the Lakers, and they are still threadbare in a bunch of different ways. Yeah. And, I mean, just, they've got to climb three teams to get in the play, play in, which is certainly possible, but I don't know that they, I mean, we've talked about how the Warriors haven't shown any evidence that they're going to figure out their problems so the the same by that logic must be true of the Lakers because they've been worse and they've been worse for as as long as the Warriors if, like literally from the get I mean the Warriors start out three and seven the Lakers I think lost their first six so they have I think they've been in the play in in a spot in the play in uh, tournament for two days this year the rest of the time they've been out yeah but. If you're the Lakers or if you're a Lakers fan, at least you can say we have some new pieces that might be able to move the needle. I know that Russell Westbrook was a bit of a scapegoat for the Lakers for a majority of the season. Well, he's gone. And you got Jared Vanderbilt. You got D'Lo, D'Angelo Russell. I don't know if it's enough, but at least they have some type of hope going into this stretch. And 
even LeBron, okay, we got some pieces. Jared Vanderbilt, I don't know if he was just trying to show off because the Warriors were interested in him. That guy, high motor, he was he was moving and grooving and doing some things. And D'Lo is the one to me. I have no clue what to do with D'Angelo Russell. I don't know where he ranks in terms of guards. Is he a high tier two guard? Is he a low tier two guard? I, he, that one to me, I don't know. When he's hot, great. When he's not, I don't know how much he helps a team. He's a very offensive driven player. He He reminds me in some ways of... Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm. Only he's I think f- significantly more erratic. Yeah. His highs can be as high, but his lows are dramatically lower, I think, because he he can actively ruin your game. But do it in slow motion. At least Jordan Poole does it in a hurry. And you yeah. see you, you see But that happen. just means it gives him more opportunities to ruin it some more. Right. But, right. I mean, if when, when you look at D'Angelo Russell, you literally have no idea. Are we going to win by 12 because of him, or are we going to lose by 12 because right. of him? And he was the guy with Carl Anthony Towns out in Minnesota. D'Lo sat there, and obviously they still had Anthony Edwards, but he's thinking, okay, this is my time to do some things, and he's going to put it up either way. If it goes in or not, it really doesn't make a difference. But at least if you're the Lakers or a Laker fan, you can sit there and say, team, no, we haven't seen the team in general perform at a high level or the highest level, but that team's gone now, and this is a brand new team. The Warriors, they can't really say that. They don't really have anybody to say, okay, because we made this trade, we look at things differently. And, I mean, the, the Lakers got Mo Bamba as well, and, and Rui Hachimura. They made a lot of moves, Ray. Is it enough time? To sneak into the play-in, to be completely honest with you, and this is going to lead right into the Warriors, I think they might because some teams are going to slip. And I don't know. The Blazers, the Jazz, obviously they have to keep climbing to get into it, but I don't know what the T-Wolves are doing. The Pelicans, they couldn't win a game before the break. I don't think the Lakers are done. I don't. And I might be falling for it. but Well, I mean, look, you're 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 providing a different rationale for the same sort of I don't. I can't prove it, but I believe it. Hope that Warrior fans have. Yeah, because the Warriors, with Curry or without Curry, have been profoundly erratic. Mm-hmm. They haven't been a good defensive team. Well, yeah, you know, we've covered this endlessly. It's just this is a this is what hockey fans would call a four point game mm-hmm. because you're not only getting a win, you're causing another team that's right by your throat a loss. So. These are the games, frankly, that I think are going to define who the Warriors are, maybe more than the Lakers, because the Lakers are, they're who they are. But, I mean, this is a game the Warriors need to win, not just because they need to win games, but they need to win any game that they're playing against somebody else in that field of nine. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing the line at Sacramento. And I'm drawing the line, you know, really above the Lakers. I, I just don't, I don't know how they turn around what they've done over 59 games. And I don't know that Jared Vanderbilt is the answer to the question. Right. Jared Vanderbilt. Right. But th- this is a game the Warriors, and you lose this, it, it hurts you twice because, you know, they, they don't get to. They don't get to paper over losses anymore. They can't say, oh, wait till we're all healthy. You know what? The time is coming hard where nobody cares if you're healthy or not. In fact, mm-hmm. it might already be here. 
You know, and I don't know how many people will legitimately go, well, as soon as Steph Curry comes back, you'll be fine. Because I don't know that there's any evidence to prove that. No. And, and that's got nothing to do with Curry. It's got everything to do with the fact that the Warriors have looked about the same the whole year. And with this re-evaluation re for Steph, I don't even know how many games are going to be left when Steph gets back. I don't know. It might be over, Ray. Okay. It might be over by the time Steph gets back. It, well, I mean, the the assumption Monty Poole made yesterday was going to be like the 15th of, um, of March. That's 12 games from now, which means half their remaining season will be played without Curry. And if the Warriors go in the tank now, then it will mean not only that they did this without Curry, but that they got significantly worse. Mm -hmm. And I think the offense is not the problem. It's just, I don't know how the defense can be much worse. No. I, we talked about the whole effort thing a little bit yesterday and how it's, it's a mix it also is just your personnel, and I don't know. I know the personnel isn't that different, but it just it feels different. So, Ray, the Warriors are underdogs by five and a half tonight against the Lakers, and I'm telling you right now, I think the Lakers are going to win. I without the Steph, we already the Steph thing we already understand. For me, it's more about the Andrew Wiggins piece of this. We don't if without Andrew Wiggins, I don't see this team beating any team that has. A star. And the Lakers do have a star. Technically, they have two with Anthony Davis when he plays. I don't see the Warriors beating very many teams without Steph and Andrew Wiggins. And I, I don't know. I, maybe I woke up on the pessimistic side of the bed. But that's just how I feel. I don't know who they can beat without those two guys. I don't know. That's applying a logic to a team that has been profoundly illogical. That's also I mean, very this, true. This, this feels like the kind of game that you're right to say, well, who's going who's gonna to beat the Lakers? You know, what's the guy who's going to beat the Lakers? Mm -hmm. And I don't know if there is one, but it's exactly the kind of game where these goofballs <laughs> pull one out of their ear. That's true. That's true. And even if they don't, I think to me it also depends on what it looks like. You can't go out there, start the season, and I, you know, they were talking earlier. I know Dalton Johnson was on the morning roast and they interviewed him and talking about how the vibes are good and, and Butcher Boy went on to say, well, how's the defense? It's great that the vibes are good. And that's the same type of same type of level that I'm on. I know that they feel good. Steve Kerr has sat there and he's said the right things. But what's going to happen when they actually get on the floor? And if you come out, that's the thing. Everybody feels refreshed. The Lakers feel refreshed. Everybody feels, you know, in this... It, 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 in L.A., you know they're going to be raring to go with that new squad. I know, I know you're you're onto something, Ray, because they haven't made sense. But I don't know. It, it it doesn't look good to me. Well, I don't know what it looks like, and that's that's probably more worrying to Steve Kerr, who mm -hmm. I understand will be on tomorrow. Yeah, with whoever's working tomorrow, because right. I'm not going to be here. I know you're not. Victory for the listeners. <laughs> See, we told you if you'd be patient, you'd get a show you want. And it'll be the one without me or Damon. Friday. Congratulations, listeners. You hung in there long enough. Um, I don't know. I mean, it just... It, it's its one of those games that will, chew, that, that will be chewed on far longer than the fact that they play over the weekend, too. Mm -hmm. um, Mavericks play tonight. Pelicans play tonight. Thunder play the Jazz. Uh, Blazers play the Kings. So... 
there are a lot of pieces in play every night now for them. And this, and is, they've got a scoreboard watch. Yeah, well, at that at this point, when people say, "Oh, you control your own destiny," the Warriors don't anymore. Not at this time. They do in a way, but they need a little bit of help just to if you want to get up there. They need significant help, but everybody does. Mm-hmm. But the but the team that's going to help them the most is their defense defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. If they can play good defense. 15 times in the last 24 games, they'll be fine. I just haven't seen them do that yet. 15 times. So you're looking at what? 15 and 11? 15 and 9. 15 and 9. they'd have to do that. And Mm -hmm. I haven't seen any evidence that they could play good defense 63% of the time yet. So We'll see. Anyway, um, Damon and Ratto, or what passes for today, is streaming live on YouTube. So head to youtube.com slash 957 the game to watch us, I guess, quasi live and see what's going on inside the studio. And why would you do that? Just, I'm, I've never understood this, this thing and I never will. Why would anybody watch the radio? Look at you, Ray. Why not? Because I look like me. <laughs> I look like a bag of melted caramels. Anyway, like and subscribe for all the 95.7 The Game content on YouTube. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now back to Damon and Ratto on 95.7 The Game. Not Damon. Alan Styles. He's the Damon today. Live with that shame. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I wear it. I wear it like a crown. What's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, we're back. Um, the Warriors are back. Actually, there are nine games tonight. And the most intriguing one for non-Warrior fans is Nuggets-Cavaliers tonight. Mm. That's an early. Um, but the Warriors, and I think everybody will enjoy this, return with Scott Foster. That's the crew chief. Wait, why is Nuggets Cavaliers the most intriguing? Two best teams, best matchup. I mean, you want to go through the rest of the. We'll, we'll go. Th- okay. Well, Celtics Pacers? That do anything for you? No. Pistons Magic? You know why. Yeah. James Wiseman. Oh, I wasn't going to guess that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what he does against. A lesser opponent. I will oh. be checking that out. That's a Vic. That's a brick for Vic game. Okay. In fact, that's that's one thing I think you could root for, for the Pistons to get the first pick, pick Victor Wembanyama, and play him as part of a Twin Towers with Wiseman. I the don't yin know. and yang of draft success. I'm not sure about that one. Well, they've already got three other centers now. Right. I mean, so what? How else could they play? Yeah. Well, Pelicans tried to do that. It actually kind of worked for the Pelicans back in the day with Boogie and Anthony Davis. Yeah. And, I mean, from what I've seen from Wenbanyama, you can't be 7'5 and not really be a center, but he doesn't feel traditional. None of, oh, these, no. none of these guys feel traditional anymore. No, there, there, there are almost no traditional centers left. In fact, James Wiseman is probably more traditional center than most others. Yeah. And... That didn't work here. I mean, no. Whether it works in Detroit is still an open question, and I don't want to dredge that up anymore. But Wembenyama and Wiseman up front, I'd laugh my ass off. Cade Cunningham, you know, you might have something. I don't know what it is, but it's something. Well, you might have something, but they were supposed to have something with just Cunningham. That's true. And they're worse now than ever. Well, he got hurt. He's but been in, even yeah, before he's been then... Injured. And they from, were awful. And from what I've seen and what I've heard just on social media, Killian Hayes is getting close to bus-worthy. Yeah, he's been awful from the get. Yeah. So, but, Who else we got? Uh, who else we got? We got, well, we got Grizzlies Sixers. I'm into that. Yeah. I'm into that. That's a watch. Um, Pelicans, uh, Pelicans Raptors. No thanks. Spurs Mavs. Absolutely not. Thunder Jazz. No. Lillard Kings. Actually, yes. I'm into that. Did you see did you see the video of Damian Lillard freestyling on the plane? They were stuck in a blizzard. Did you see that? I did not. I don't know who had the camera, but it was a very they said, Oh, we're we're stuck in a blizzard, so Damian Lillard starts freestyling. But the camera, it looked legit. I guess these guys just walk around with this stuff, but it looked like a real music video. So go check it out. I mean, he's he's pretty good. I think he wants to do some type of, I know, what's his name? Victor Oladipo. 
Set, he sings, so they're going to try to do a song. And I saw it, Alan. You want my take on it? Yes, I do. It's not a freestyle. He had glasses on, so you couldn't see where his eyes were, but he had his phone in front he was of him reading. with the lyrics. No, that's a good point. That's a good point, Lucas, and we're going to throw it out there right now. Are we? A freestyle, at, when I grew up, when I was growing up, a freestyle was, okay, I'm just going to free style. I'm just going to freestyle rap. Nobody. I don't know what's coming out. It's just off the top of my head. Now people say the definition is it's just it's just a uh, a verse or whatever it is that isn't in a song. It doesn't have there are different types of freestyles. A freestyle can be off the top of the dome or it can be written and Damian Lillard's was written but some people still consider that a freestyle. I'm out on that. But you're right, Lucas. I don't consider that. Right, what do you think a freestyle is? Skiing. Swimming. That too. Eight, when I think freestyle, eight What mile. do you think, Grandy? Yeah, Grandy. You're, you're on the cutting edge well, of music in the <laughs> early I mean, 90s. They were stuck on the plane for like seven hours. There's like a foot of snow in Portland yesterday. Yeah, uh, I mean, several of the, the highways were, were iced over. Bringing it back to basketball, they are actually... It, it seems like the Blazers are coming out of the, blank, the, the break tanking. They're sitting Dame and Jeremy Grant tonight. Anthony Simons, Nurkic already out. You can blame it on that they didn't get enough rest or didn't get some preparation before the game because they've been on a plane for that long. But Or they tanking. had an enormous argument about what freestyle. Yeah, he had to ride another freestyle. Yeah. That's, that's In fact, the problem. There's, that's there, there are blizzard warnings in L.A. tonight. So maybe, maybe the Warriors are going to get hosed on that too. Interesting. Maybe so. we'll see more freestyles, depending on who you ask. Or maybe you'll just have to listen to uh, a pregame show that goes on forever. <laughs> Now that, yeah, I, I'd, I'd rather listen to a freestyle whether it's off the top of the head or not. Ray, a lot of people have been, you know, you hear this so much, and I'm curious your thoughts. Andre Iguodala still seems to be bothering people. I was in that camp of what is he doing? Why are you wasting a roster spot? But once I realized that the team either wants him around or doesn't care, I stopped caring. Should anybody care about Andre Iguodala? If the team doesn't care, why should I? Well, that's partly the point. The other part is they told everybody at the beginning of the mm -hmm. year that they were planning to, you know, use him mostly in the postseason. Right. This isn't the postseason yet. It's barely the start of the regular season. So, no, I don't know why it bothers people. And when they tell you, when they show you their hand, mm -hmm. and then you get mad because they might have a, a seven seven deuce, mm -hmm. why? What? What are you complaining about? They told you this was going to happen, but people have decided since they can't figure out what the Warriors are, they must complain about something mm -hmm. because it's not like Iguodala has stolen minutes from anybody. No. And it's not like they were going. They were going to let him go. They value him, and they value him apparently in April, May, and if they get there, June. Mm -hmm. And you know, at some point, you have to decide. Well, the twelfth guy probably isn't going to impact you much anyway. But he hasn't stolen minutes from anybody. He certainly didn't steal any minutes from Wiseman. Didn't steal any minutes from Moody or Poole or Kaminga. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I don't know why it bothers people. But then again, I don't understand why fans are fans. Well, based on and based on how much he's making, 
we'd have to look up who is a comparable player to the salary Andre Iguodala is making that the Warriors could have gotten. And I guarantee you the names wouldn't be anything. I would be surprised if the names were anything that would really support, you know, wow, this person really could have made a dent here. This person really could have made a change. But I will say I was on I was on that side of the fence at the beginning of the season. But once you hear Steve Kerr talk about it, Steph Curry, and they're just so open with it. Well, if, if they don't mind, then then why should I? He's making less than $3 million. What are you getting for less than $3 million? Exactly. You know, I just, no. It just, they need something to be angry about. They can't be angry at Curry. They can't be angry at Thompson. I suppose they could be angry at Green or Poole, you know, but they, they certainly are angry about Wiseman one way or the other. So, <coughs> sorry about that. Um, truth is, there's no, there's no valid reason to be complaining about this because it doesn't impact how they play. And right now, when you look at the two ways and how people complain about Ty Jerome and Anthony Lamb, all it would be is probably a, a some type of two-way player that people would probably complain about anyway. And he's a two-way two player. What do you expect? I, I get it because it is a bit annoying just to see him on the bench. But again, if the core... The core three, if they enjoy having him around, the team enjoys having him around. I don't have enough energy anymore, Ray. I've, I've been well, broken when it comes to Andre Iguodala. Yeah, what's whose seat is he taking? I mean, never mind minutes. Mm -hmm. What is there? Is there like a an assistant video guy? What are they losing? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. When you look even at the Andre Iguodala signing and where where that fell when he came back, I mean. The whole thing about the playoff piece of this is that he didn't even play in the playoffs that much last season. So if he didn't play that much last season, and I know people continue to say, oh, well, he's, he, he was injured. Last time I checked, when you get older, you don't get more healthy. You don't get less miles on you. This isn't Benjamin Button. So I don't know what people expected when Andre Iguodala came back for this next year. I mean, from the very beginning, this is the whole idea of them making a joke as far as when Andre Iguodala is going to come back and, oh, I haven't made my decision yet. Once I knew that they weren't, they didn't care or it didn't bother them. And this is, it almost felt like an inside joke, Ray. It almost felt like, okay, uh, I don't know when, Ray, I don't know when Andre Iguodala is coming back. And it, once it felt like an inside joke to me, I, I shouldn't have let it bother me. I let it go to the beginning of the season. And pretty soon after that, it was just, I just said, all right, you win. He can just sit there in his in his cool outfits, and that's okay. Yeah, I just don't, you know, when you start imagining reasons to dislike a team, mm -hmm. you have to come up with something other than a guy who plays zero minutes. Yeah. And you have to be able to show me that there's somebody who's being impacted by him not playing. And I don't see it. He's not eating up any cap room. He's not stealing anybody's play. It, it's, a, it's a nothing burger, and it has been since the start. But people like to say, well, why do you have him on the roster then? Well, who's going to replace him? Mm -hmm. tell, me, tell me the guy with his salary who the Warriors absolutely have to have. Leandro Bolmaro? I mean, please. The, people would say, I don't know who that person is, but it's some, there's somebody in the G League right now 
that you can pay Andre Iguodala's salary that would bring more to this team than Andre Iguodala does right now. That's what somebody would say. Oh, that's what somebody would say, and that's why that we don't ask them. <laughs> that's why the text line remains silent. On I, days I got some I'm ready. The, I'm just waiting. To, I'm waiting to let them out. Uh, no, I All like right. I said, you'll 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 end up walking out today with one less hand than you walked in with. <laughs> Keep them coming, Xfinity Mobile. Text line, my beloved text line. Don't yeah. worry, no, I'll, sneak, no. I'll sneak some in. It's it's just keep, early right now. Keep 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 your opinions. If we wanted your opinion, we would have assigned you one before the show. <laughs> Period. <laughs> just tired of this. Yeah. Um. No, I, the Warriors. I don't know. I I was looking at a bunch of mock drafts today because mm. I I literally have forfeited what's left of my life, and half of them have them in the lottery, and half of them don't. Mm. And I'm finding that nationally, people are starting to bend their heads around the idea that these guys might might not be good enough to be one of the top 20 teams. Right. And that, to me, is a fascinating take only because around here, that's considered heresy. Mm -hmm. But nationally, they've looked at actually what they've done, not what they imagine they could do. And they've made... Not objective judgments, but they've made dispassionate ones about these guys don't look good enough. Mm -hmm. And maybe it might be time to start thinking about them, not just as the team that's going to get healthy late in the year and then make this glorious run to the final and start considering the possibility that maybe they don't get it squared away and suddenly they are in the lottery. And there are a lot of people that we've seen talk about other teams that have been in this position. And it's crazy looking at how every step of the way we've come with the Warriors, all of the, for lack of a better term, excuses that people have had, they've started to drop off, Ray. At the beginning of the season, well, it's championship hangover. They had a short off season. Then a little later in the season, well, we just got to get healthy. We're still trying to figure it out. We're bringing in new pieces. You would hear Jamichael Green is healthy. And what did I keep hearing? What did I, Dante DiVincenzo wasn't healthy. What did I keep hearing, Ray, towards the end of the year? You know what I kept hearing? Well, you know the Celtics. Celtics were about a 500 team in January. Then they turned it on. I said, okay, that, that's fine. And now here we are with 24 games left, whether you're a member of Dub Nation, whether you're a fan of basketball, whether you're in the media, everybody's looking around now with, what is it, 24 games left and thinking, I don't know if these guys are going to be able to pull it off. The, the feat that we are asking the Warriors to pull off continues to get larger. It continues to get more difficult. Well, and the wild card about the Celtics last year was they weren't overcoming a health issue. They What they were overcoming was the fact that they couldn't figure out how to play the way Ime Udoka wanted them to play. Mm -hmm. And it took about 40 games for you know, Tatum and Brown to finally figure out, you know, Maybe the maybe playing on the same page would help us more than what we're doing now. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it clicked, and it's clicked now with a with a brand new coach. Mm -hmm. But the Warriors don't have, you know, that situation. They're they're not they're erratic and they're not healthy, and they're they're not healthy at two key spots right now. So, first of all, those guys have to get back. 
to being able to play. And B, there doesn't there has to be no discernible, you know, run-in time. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't let them round back into shape. They've got to hit the ground running because at least in the Curry situation, there won't be a lot of games left. No. And looking at the rest of the season, like you said, you're hoping or the hope is for a 15 and 9. What happens, Ray, if they go out and we're looking at this schedule right now? What happens if they go out and it's just not great? Let's say they lose today. At what point, let's see, they lose to the Lakers. We'll give you the Rockets. Actually, they they have a little bit of a nice runway here, but who knows? But let's say you you lose to the Lakers, beat the Rockets. I say between Timberwolves and Trailblazers, if they're going to continue to sit Dame and they're in tank mode, you're two and two now. Maybe you lose to the T Wolves because you're because you're this year's version of the Warriors. You're two and two, and then you get Pelicans or Clippers, Pelicans, and Lakers again. What happens if you're looking up and the Warriors are are staring at, I don't know, the first ten? Let's say they go three and seven. At what point, if you are Joe Lacob, look, Bob Myers, he doesn't know if he's coming back anyway. When do you start looking long term and and start to think? What do we do with Steph? Because we're three and ten right now. We're not off to a good start. Let's say they've either stayed stayed steady or slipped a little bit. Do you say uncle at any point sooner than what people are expecting? We just saw how quick these first games came. These next twenty four are going to go even faster. Oh, you don't you don't throw in the towel first of all because Curry won't tolerate it, and you need to be particularly mindful of his frame mm-hmm. of his mind frame. Uh, he's not, you know, he's not here to to glide path into the end of the season, right? You know, if they're even if they're three and seven, you know, if that would make them thirty two and thirty six with fourteen to go, it's not impossible for them to sneak into the play in game. But even if they don't, I think he would want his organization to make the most honest effort because. They can't take and tank enough to get a, a great percentage in the lottery. So you might as well go for it. Yeah, I mean, what, you know, what are you going to you know, deliberately lose a bunch of games so that you can have a twelve percent chance rather than an eight percent chance? Well, here, well, and then so here comes the question. Sure, not throwing the towel, but at what point does this turn more into a pride thing versus? Yeah, we all we got to do is get in. I just can't see you getting into the playing game and winning the whole thing. That would be the feat among feats. But are we starting to look at this in terms of a a pride thing? And I saw some people saying, well, if LeBron misses the playoffs again with that, with Anthony Davis, it's a stain on his legacy. Would this be looked at as as a stain on Steph's legacy? No, because it's not. If the Lakers miss the playoffs, it's not a stain on LeBron James's legacy. I mean, that that's the word legacy infuriates me anyway. I'm not surprised by that. I mean, if the Lakers lost their last 23, mm-hmm. do you think somebody's going to say, well, I really thought that LeBron was one of the five best players of all time, and now I rank him 33rd? Nobody's going to do that. Nobody would do that. No, nobody's going to change their opinion on LeBron James either way. I mean, nobody's going to change their opinion on Curry either way, just on the basis of, you know, one bad post-All-Star break. Mm-hmm. No, I think, you know, those guys, their their reputations are, you know, etched in granite. 
So that's not going to that's not going to matter. Um, in terms of pride, there are worse reasons to go out and bust your ass. Yeah, you know why not? Why not play hard? You know, if if not for yourself, then for the idea that you want to, you know, leave a, leave a notion for next year that you didn't mail it in, that you didn't give up. I mean, if the Warriors decided in this preposterous scenario. Mm-hmm. Do you say, ah, we're done, and still have a dozen games to go? I don't know that you rub that off very easily. No. Because teams that tank, unless they get that generational player that Wembanyama is supposed to be, they end up being the teams that tank the next year. You know, it takes a while to pull yourself not only out of that place in the standings, but that place in your own head. Mm-hmm. And... Even the two years where the Warriors were awful, they could say, well, we we, we had no players. Right. Uh, this time, <clears throat> they'd have players, and they'd still go in the can. I, I, don't think that, I don't think that would sit well with any of the players. No. Because at that point, what, you, what the Warriors are telling everybody involved, employees, you know, fans, everything, there are, there are limits to what we're going to try to do. When, in fact, what they've been selling all along was, there's nothing we can't do once we get healthy. And that might be a fallacy, but it's sure a lot better than, eh, we suck, we give up. And I don't think, I guess it's a version of what, quote unquote, mailing it in would look like. Would it be, we're just not going to rush Steph back? Would it be the Clay Thompson... We're not going to play him in back-to-backs. We're not going to rush GP2 back, even though I don't even know if you did rush him back if he would be ready for the regular season. I don't know what it looks like, so maybe it's not about the throwing in the towel and more about, hey, at this point, yeah, we're we're trying to get in, in, but we understand that we're looking around and it's just not clicking this. But even at that, they're not operating in a vacuum because there are a bunch of other teams with their record or worse. Yeah, who are going to be up and down every night. So I don't know that the Warriors can lose enough to fall out of this unless they go on a 12-game losing streak. And that would be, there and would I be no reason to do yeah. that. So, you know, I think it'd be hard to just say, you know what, we are going to be, we're not going to be a play-in team. We refuse. Mm-hmm. Because there are about five other teams that are going to be standing in their way there. I mean, because they're stuck like right in the middle of this big blood clot. Mm-hmm. You know, so they have to, you know, carve through five teams either way. And, you know, I don't know that that's going to be terribly easy for them. So they may as well just go as hard as they can, try to get the best position they can, and then let April be April. It's fair enough. Yeah. So, it's you know, um, I think we should break. Yeah. Because you've depressed the crap out of me. <laughs> we are presented, by the way, by Fremont Bank, which provides full-service banking and no compromises and no tanking. Now back to Damon and Ratto on 95.7 The Game. We're back. And in, oh, 12 minutes, Bomani Jones will join us, the host of Game Theory, Mm -hmm. smartest sports television show there is. 
maybe the most fun show next to Inside the NBA. And then at 520, Rich Eisen from the NFL Network will tell us why the XFL is evil and plans to destroy the NFL and everything it stands for. <laughs> so, can't wait for that. Uh, the Warriors are back in action out of the All-Star break tonight. And Warriors Live starts at 6 p.m. after all our nonsense is over. That's on 95.7 The Game, obviously, presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your home with supersonic Wi-Fi. Unbeatable internet. Only from Xfinity. Uh, we were talking about the Warriors, mm-hmm. and while we painted the uh, the grim picture a minute ago, after tonight's game, they have a five-game homestand. And home is the one place that they've been able to defend well. And they're playing against five teams that stink away from home. They do. The only one of the five that has a winning record at home, and that's one of the very few teams in the league with a winning a winning record on the road, is the Clippers. But Houston's five and twenty-five because they're trying to be five and twenty-five. Minnesota's eleven and seventeen. The Pelicans are ten and nineteen. So just as easily as they could go three and seven, they could go seven and three. And I say this only because I don't know that they could be that consistently bad. Right. Any more than I believe they could be that consistently good. Yeah, and I mean, look. I think in all likelihood they're going to end up 5 and 5 at the end of these 10 games. <laughs> that's what the, that's what that is exactly what they do, Ray. Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole, when you look at even without Steph and you look at the lineup against the lineups that they'll be going up against, yes, you should feel you should feel pretty confident. It's just you don't know what you're going to get. Really, the most consistent person I've seen, and it started pretty much when Steph first went out, maybe a little bit before that. I mean, Clay Thompson offensively has been the maybe the brightest spot because I don't even know if you can count a DiVincenzo as a quote-unquote bright spot because we don't know how this season is going to end, but we're pretty darn sure DiVincenzo isn't going to be with the team anymore. So when you look at bright spots, normally you think of young guys and their ability to advance. So I would say Kaminga defensively has been a bright spot, and I would say Clay Thompson and his growth this season has been a bright spot. What am I missing? Um, I think what you may be missing is the fact that you can't define this team in terms of bright spots. They they don't... They're The best word for them, and I've used it often, is untrustworthy. Mm. And by that I mean they won't betray you all the time. They'll betray you just enough so that you don't know what you're getting. And it seems worse than it is because the Warriors used to be the most consistent team in basketball. You knew what they were. Mm -hmm. You knew how they played. And they played the same way night in and night out. I mean, there are, of course, variations here or there. But for the most part, you knew what you were getting. This is a year in which you don't know what you're getting. And that's period to period. That's game to game. It's week to week. I mean, they're the most bizarre 29 and 2019 league has seen in years. Right. Because they come with expectations. Most teams that are 29 and 29, they're just sort of, they're a gray suit. You know, you, you know well, they're just bleh. The Warriors, 22 and 7 at home, 7 and 22 on the road. <laughs> that tells you pretty much what you're looking at, which is the only thing you can guarantee in your own head is that they'll struggle away from home. 
And the only other thing you can pretty much guarantee is they'll figure out a way to win at home. Right. But in doing so, it's like looking at a Rorschach test. It's just lots of peaks, lots of valleys, and they come very close together, which is why they are interesting enough for ESPN to lead lead their newscast today with. Just because, well, it's a slow day. The NBA hasn't had a game in a week. We can't grouse about the, the, the All-Star game anymore. What's going on? And the Warriors have been sort of hiding in plain sight. You know, they're not good enough to get a lot of bang. They're not bad enough to be laughed at. They're, they're just weird. That's a great tease there, Ray. Later on in the show, we're talking about, is this the golden age of Bay Area sports? And Ray is probably going to tell me that it is not. But I don't know. I think I got some arguments that says it might be going back to what this Warriors team is or what we believe it to be. You know what's interesting? They've lost games. And to be 500, when you say a, a very confusing 500 team, they've lost games that they should have won. And you would think in turn they would have won a handful of games that they maybe should have lost. I don't recall very many games that the Warriors won that you thought, oh, man, they should have lost that game. The Jordan Poole, the mouthpiece game where Jordan Poole makes the game winner and Steph got ejected. They were that game was just pretty much even. I wouldn't count that as they shouldn't have won. You know how the Warriors had had those group of games like the Nets at home, Celtics on the road where they just completely implode. They've never been on the positive side of that. It doesn't it doesn't feel like they've been on the positive side of that. So, if they even were able to cut those games in half, they'd be okay or get back some of those games where they have no business winning. Every game that the Warriors have won, they've just won. They're to, off the top of my head, I can't think of that many games where you sat there and thought they had no business winning that game. And if there are any, I don't even know if I need one my, my all the five fingers on the one hand. But they do have a bunch of games that they tricked off where they didn't they had no business losing that game. I think that's an interesting piece when you look at them as a 500 team. They just haven't even been able to catch any teams off guard. Well, the the your worldview of that is colored by the fact that you still believe that the Warriors are the Warriors and you mm-hmm. expect them to win. So, you know, it just well, there's not. They should have lost that game. No, they won because they're the Warriors. I don't think so, though. I mean, Ray, I'm talking about some of the implosions we've seen from the Warriors with eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. They haven't been on the winning side of that. I may, I'm, I'm trying to think of. There was one I know close to All Star break, but they haven't really been on the other side of that. Um, no, but I mean, they're. They come with expectations, which is why they're weird. Otherwise, they're just, they're the Hawks. Mm-hmm. And the Hawks are, you you would avoid free drinks so that you don't have to watch them. <laughs> um, the Warriors come with the baggage of last year and the baggage of the last nine years. Mm-hmm. You assume they are better than they are because they wear the jersey. And this year, they have defied that. And because of that, it always seems like, oh, that's a game they should have won. Well, not if you give up 135. You know, you don't get to claim, man, we were right there till the end. No, you were giving up baskets 
yeah. you know, four at a time. But I think that's I think that's a good point. Where is that where is that line between giving it away? Right? They gave, did they give away did they give away the game because they're not good enough? Did they give away the game because they're just they just weren't focused enough? Is it an, an indictment of them just on the night or an indictment on them as a team? And I think the the further we get into the season, it turns out to be more of an indictment on the team. I love what you're saying in terms of us believing that they will turn it around. To me, that comes off as, oh, man, that was you get you hear it when we're talking about when we're listening to the game and when we're watching. Oh, man, well, that will never happen. The Warriors, they just don't do stuff like that. Right. Saying it as if it's a one off. The problem is the Warriors have had too many, quote unquote, one offs this season. They're not one offs. They just lose games that they shouldn't lose. Um. Yeah, but I think their one consistent thread is they rarely lose a game where they hold the other team to 115 or less. Mm-hmm. When they lose, it's because they're they're giving up tons. Yeah, that's that's a solid solid giveaway. It doesn't help you trying to bet them ahead of time, mm-hmm. but you know they they've had very few games where they've lost like 112 to 104. You know, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, and the the, the last, last loss to the Lakers was one of those rare games because it was 109-103. But for the most part, they lose because they give up 120. And they've given up 120 plenty this year, which is why you you imagine that, oh, God, they, you know, that's a game they should have won, and they would have if they hadn't given the other team 128. Right. Well, if you give up 128, normally you lose. Even even with heightened offense this year. So it's less about the storyline of how they got to 128 and the fact that the Warriors might have had 125. At the end of the day, when you give up 128, the context doesn't really matter. You're probably going to lose that game. Yeah, I mean, the loss to the Clippers right before the break. You know, they scored 124. Good for them. And that, gave up 134. Well, th- that was a game similar to the Nuggets game as well. Where it did hit, and I did find myself thinking, wow, I'm not saying it's over, but that what is happening to the Warriors in the third quarter specifically, that's what they used to do to teams. It used to be this team hangs around, it's competitive, right? The, the, if you're on the road, the crowd's really into it. If you're at home, you know, this team is trying to fight through being on the road. And then in the third quarter, the better team shows that they're the better team. The problem is this season, that's been happening to the Warriors. The Warriors have been the team. I'm watching I'm watching the Nuggets game, and they're hanging around. I'm thinking, okay, they take the lead for a little bit. I think they might have been up 10 at one point early in the game against the Nuggets. And then the third quarter comes around. The better team normally shows who they are, and that happened with them against the Nuggets and the Clippers. And that, to me, hit me where it hurts because that used to be the Warriors on the other end of that. Yeah, and another thing that's been prominent this year is that they're lousy in clutch situations, which is five points or less in the last five minutes of a game. But I have good news. Mm. We're one-third through. <laughs> I don't want it to end. Oh, are you kidding me? I've got somebody starting my car now. I, well, I don't doubt that. I anyway, don't doubt that. welcome, whether you like it or not, to your four o'clock hour. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.